sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking here. Exciting. We've got Christine Marie in the house. How are you doing, Christine? I'm good, thank you. I'm oh, really well. Yeah, she's going to be telling us what's going on up high in the sky. Look at oh, that. Gosh. I was a poet. I didn't know it. There you go. <laughs> Don Sanders is here. Dominique Hackett is going to have a life. Dominique, you got a life hacket for us today? I do. All right. So we've got Sonia and Sky. Mr. and Mrs. Ellsworth is also here. And we've got, we've got to finish up the show with Heather Bond, Trekking Ambassador. She's got a great recap. She, uh, it, oh, it's going to be great. We have some exciting news that's going on in the county, and we're going to get to that at the end of the show. But our first guest, all right, wow, for 14 years, okay, the uh, this is when you see Dave Bianca, Dave Bianchi, you, if you look at that up in the dictionary, it says sea elks, okay? Sea elks and hoop shoot. How you doing, Dave? Good, good. Good to be with you again. Nice. So you've been at this now for 21 years. Yes. Yes. All right. So hoop shoot, that's, uh, that's in five days from now, right? It is. It's ever 10th. Yes, it is. <clears throat> okay. So what do kids got to do? I, I've already, um, threw it all out on the Facebook page. That's 4,000 people. Um, I put it out at St. Rayfield's. I've been telling everybody I know that has a son or a daughter. You got to be a part of this. This is fantastic. This is. This is great experience. So what do kids got to do? Well, again, this is this is a national program that we've been doing here locally or conducting here locally for over 38 years. It's uh, for boys and girls age 8 through 13, and it's the basketball free throw contest. Nice. And who's hosting it? Well, the Santa Barbara Elks uh, host has an annual program, and we do it every year. And this year, of course, we'll be at the Page Youth Center on nice. December 10th, next Sunday. Fantastic. So. Um, I remember Ben York because he's oh, my yes. son's age. So it, it, does he still have to hold the torch for going the distance, the furthest? No. Actually, uh, since 1985, we've had uh, three people go back to the national finals. The most recent was in 2018. Joe Tallarico went back and came out number four nationally, which is a tremendous accomplishment. Holy cow. So what did, so did Ben, did he get in the top ten? I forget. What was that again? Did Ben get in the top 10? Oh, yes. Uh, ben, in 2007, went back to the national finals and came out uh, fifth place, which is ben. Wow. So fourth is, is the reigning champ right now for our county, number four. Yeah, and we had a girl in 1987 that also went back to the national finals from St. Raphael School and came out fourth as well. So, um, you know, there, there are different levels of competition. We have on Sunday will be the basic level, the lodge level. And if you win there, then you're invited to the next level, the district. And if you win there, you go to the California State Semifinals and proceed onward to the regional. And if you get past the regional, you go into the national finals. Right. So it's, so when the kids are practicing, it starts at one, right? I mean, you don't get a practice shot, nothing like that. You just, you, you sit in, you're on the line and you got to hit that first one, right? There's no, it doesn't start when you make one, right? It just boom. No, actually, actually we, we offer uh, uh, five practice shots to each contestant, and oh, nice. they can take them if they like, and then we start judging the for score. 
I love that. That is great. All right. So how many kids are we expecting? I want to blow this up, Dave. I want to blow it up. Well, it's always hard to say. Uh, We don't know, but we've been advertising like mad. We put flyers all over the place and uh, we're hoping for a good turnout. Nice. I'm excited. So say if I had a son or a daughter and my end up going to the national. So parents, I mean, this is like anything. You join any club team or whatever to keep going and going and going. So when is the finals? When's nationals? How far out does this go? Right, it goes. The, the final, the national finals will be held in Chicago on uh, April 16th of next year. Whoa! So, parents, the first thing you do, right, if you want to get the kid, <laughs> your son or daughter Jack, you put out a calendar out there, and you got April 16th, you know, and then just keep on putting X's. You know what I mean? Yeah. The road to the nationals. Yeah. Well, so we really encourage we. We really encourage parents to come. It's a lot of fun, and it's it's a challenging thing for the for their child. You know, the thing about hoop shoot, you don't have to be the strongest or the fastest or jump the highest. All you need to do is be disciplined and practice and make free throws. Yeah, OCD baby, OCD. That's what you need to do. You need to meditate, Dominique. You need to do meditation. Christine, what do you do? The breathing. This is all about breathing in the nose, out the mouth, right? Talk about, we need to get some team tips on shooting free throws. Don, you can join in too. Christine, you go first. Ah, oh, that breathing is incredible. That the, the deep breath. Um, what I just learned about the deep breath is that when we take a deep breath, in, deep breath in through our nose, it actually helps align our pituitary and pineal gland, which helps us kind of balance. So, um, if that will give you a little bit more balance in there as you're as you're as you're and give your sight really good as you're going for that free throw, I would think. But I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> there you go. Dominique, visualize. You can do some of your practice time just sitting in a you know chair while you're or, or in the car while you're driving and just visualize that sensation of that free throw making it so swishing it through the hoop. Nice. It's funny. This reminds me back in the day at Joseph A. At the school, we had the outdoor courts, and I was on a run. I hit like forty-seven out of my forty-eighth one. Thank you, Chris Schmidt. He jumps in and he hangs on the chain link, uh, net and he, uh, he, uh, the shot was gold. Okay. But he, because he, you know, shook on the D, on the, I mean, because, you know, he's like six three because he shook it all. He kind of pointed out. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll never forget that, Chris Schmidt. So yeah, I, I, uh, I'm so happy. I mean, Dave, it takes so much to do what you do. And, uh, who did you take over the program from? Because, it's been well, going on forever. There's been a, there's been a history of good uh, leaders here. We've had uh, Stan Bender many many years ago, and in 1987, a fellow named Leroy Jeffers took over the program, and I uh, became the uh, director or the chairman about eight years ago. Yeah, nice. Well, it's funny because when I coach, I coach 28 years, and for from 86 yeah. to 2014, I, and it was. In basketball, and it was different because I remember going to St. Rayfield's because I was there for like nine years and used to do it at all the schools. And what a, what a, that was, that must have been crazy. Yeah, we, well, as you well know, we used to tr- actually go to schools and do preliminary right. contests. And, but, but the COVID uh, virus thing uh, pretty much stopped that. So now we do the open invitational contest where everybody who's age eligible is welcome to come and, and uh, compete. 
Yeah, no, it, that's, you know, there's been a lot of positive things out of COVID because really, because you've centralized it. Yes. Well, it I makes it so much thing. nicer. And thanks so much to the Paid Center. That's so nice uh, to yes. be able to hosting, you They're know, great. to have this event to being put on. This is fantastic. We so are so blessed and thankful to have the Paid Center here uh, to take that on. That is really, really nice. So, do you? Uh, how are you guys for volunteers? Do you, if anybody wants to be a volunteer, do you need volunteers? Did they get a hold of you? How's that work? Well, you can come come to the pay center uh, and just you know introduce yourself to me because I'll be kind of busy setting things up. But uh, we'll welcome anybody. Nice. All right. If you guys like the shoot and you want to sit down and and, and watch some great local talent, that's that would be a place to go. So. Dave, there's anything else you want to say before we uh, go to break? Just, I want to thank you for being on your show again, and and thank you for your great support. It's really appreciated. Yeah, well, we're we're hey, you can't. How can you not love the Elks? The biggest dance floor. Uh, it's, uh, do they still have the the best uh, buffet? Oh Salad well, bar? that that's changed a little bit, but we still serve some good food. There's a great dance floor, and of course, BPOE best people on earth. Yeah, there you go. So if anybody wants to uh, participate or learn how to join, I mean, that's not a bad thing for Dave to get signups because you can't advertise. So uh, how did we get a hold of you? They can uh, find a flyer or they can contact uh, 613-HOOPSHOOT at cox.net, and I'll be happy to respond. Nice. And if they want to know more about being an elf, how did they do that? Well, they can ask uh, that. Same website as well, and I'll uh, I'll direct him to the right place. Nice. Hey, everybody, put your hands together. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. We love you. Let's take Thank a you. break. Thank you. We've got Mister and Mrs. Sky Ellsworth in the house right after these messages. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sky Ellsworth and Sonia Ellsworth. And we are students at Life West Chiropractic College. And today we're going to talk to you about your environment. And very often we think about our environment as very external, right? What's what's around us. And it turns out that people are either internal or external, and that really means where they're pulling their energy from. So external people pull their energy from outside of them, from their physical surroundings, and internal people go within and bring their energy outward in, into the world. And it's not that one is better than the other. Both are absolutely necessary. But for those of us that are particularly susceptible to our environment, there are some things we can can do to actually support the flow of energy in our environment to make us live happier, healthier lives. Our environment can actually be set up in ways to kind of promote what it is that we're looking for in a situation, whether it's uh, money flow, happiness, peace of mind, love, 
Um, some of this touches a little on the ideas of, of feng shui, and um, we have a couple stories that we'll tell you about that. But what, re what really inspired this topic is what we've done in our own home. And uh, in our own home, we've, we have some interesting, some interesting things going on. One of my big things has always been hanging prisms over drains. So it's said that... Um, Drains are sources of losing financial wealth in your home. So by putting a crystal, such as a prism, over a drain, you're actually blocking that energy of, of draining. And it can actually lead to more wealth coming into your house as opposed to going out. And I have found this to be exceptionally true. Um, and I've given this recommendation to other friends, and they've had similar experiences where all of a sudden their income can actually even double sometimes. Um, I've noticed that I just kind of subconsciously start making wiser choices with money. So that's just one example. Um, but there are a lot of other things, such as the position of the bed in a house. Um, you never want your bed, you, the, the, your feet of the bed facing toward the door. That's considered like the coffin position, the way you would leave the house if you were dead, right? So you always want to kind of block that energy flow and have the bed facing a different direction. Um, east, west, north, south is fine. But really, you just don't want your feet facing toward a, a door. Um, unfortunately, in our home, we actually had to have our bed facing toward the door, but we hung a prism in between the bed and the door to block that negative energy. And we also put a rice curtain between the bed and the door um, and then a, uh, um, a reflective surface on the other side of that rice screen to reflect the energy of the door back at itself. So there are all these little things you can do in your environment and you can figure it out just kind of by looking around and and uh, um, you know kind of getting a feel for what what in your environment feels right and and what doesn't. Um, so w what else in our environment is there that can be altered that can have an impact on um, on the energy in our in our lives and and uh, and around us, Sonia? Well, I did used to work at a furniture store, and a big part of the job there was to make people feel comfortable in their environment and space. And, you know, a lot of times we're busy in life. We have a lot of things to do. But if we do make sure that our immediate surroundings, so let's say that somebody gets home from work or school and they have, you know, assignments due or whatever the case may be, just having a little space dedicated to study can make you feel a lot more grounded and ready to get things done. So as busy as we are, sometimes just taking care of our surroundings is part of how we can be more productive. Um, and yes, um, like Sky brought up, you know, the idea of feng shui, for example. Um, you know, I've had co-workers who are very much specialists in interior design and recognize the benefits of even the position of furniture in a room, for example. Um, and, you know, I kind of try to keep an open mind with things like that. However, just something that kind of made me more aware of how much positioning and placement really can matter is I had actually worked at an insurance office for about three years. And the company was going through some changes, some budget cuts, commission structures were changing, and it was leading to a lot of discontentment among the employees. Well, I noticed that the corner desk, which was a coveted spot, great view, um, the person who had sat there ended up quitting, and then the next person who had the desk there also quit. It was in the corner, and I won a contest, and I got the coveted corner desk, and soon after I quit as well, 
apparently the energy runs along the walls and drops into whoever's at the corner. And it was a very discontent energy at the company for that time. And at that point, I said, you know, maybe there is something to this feng shui business. And you can always research it on your own and just learn more about it. But um, just simple things that we may not think have an effect or an influence. You know, whereas they say maybe put a plant in the corner or there's other things to do with corner spaces um, just to sort of help that energy. Or I've even been to uh, one of my chiropractors. You'd go in her office and she'd have a plant in the corner and then she'd have a little quartz crystal or something with the plant as well. Apparently that had some benefits. Um, But there's ways we can research and customize our space. It could be a piece of art on the wall. It can be something simple. It doesn't need to be expensive, but just improving the space around us oftentimes results in other changes for us to be more productive or happier or more restful in our environment. And it's not to be overlooked. So teen athletes, one of the most important things for you guys is, of course, sleep. And sleep is really, really affected by our environment. Um, For really good sleep, you want to make sure that there is nothing underneath your bed. You want to be able to let the energy flow over the top of the bed and underneath it. Um, so it's kind of like a, like a cycle sort of flow. Um, you also want to make sure that there are plants in your environment when you sleep. Um, like Sonia mentioned, perhaps you have those in a corner. Um, ideally you have one plant per, I think, 100 square feet. Um, what else for sleep? There are a couple other things. Oh, you don't want to have books anywhere near where you sleep. Books are actually like a stimulating energy. So you want to make sure that if you have books or a desk or a workspace, that you actually have those on, if it's if it's all in one room, on an opposite wall from the bed, or preferably in a different room altogether. Um, yeah, so I think that that is all we have for you. Um, is there anything anything else you wanted to add, Sonia? Uh, I remember you mentioned something earlier, actually, about color and color being uh, impactful. Yes, absolutely. Color is so individual and so unique. Um, we've all heard of the buffets that have green walls to discourage people from eating too much, whereas at a restaurant where you want to encourage additional ordering, you might have a red theme to, to whet the appetite. Um, But color does influence us and we shouldn't overlook it and recognize that what's a good color for you may not be a good color for someone else. But listen to yourself, dress in colors that make you feel good. Some are stimulating, some are restful, some are creative and just follow follow your gut of what colors work for you. Just try them out, your environment, apparel, etc. Oh, that's excellent. Well, um, take care to pay attention to your environment, guys, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Come on and work it for me and let you body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance around where yeah. all my steppers at. I know how to get down. Come on, step it to your right. right. Now step it to your left. Now right out in. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I have some life Hackett moments to share with you all. Um, it's lots of fun to make a list of things that would help out teens 
whether it's in sports or school or life. And so we call them life hackets. So my first life hack, it's a little strange, not one that you might think of in today's world, but do you know if your teens know how to read a map and mm-hmm. use public transportation? Now, I, I know that sounds strange because we all you know, have cars and we have GPSs on our phone and we can just hit go to and then the map's telling us directions. But there are times where in life, your your phone uh, dies on you. You're in the middle of I-5 with your friends, and you actually have to look at a physical map to figure out where you need to go because maybe there's a detour or a change in the route. So if your teens have not looked at a physical map, it's really important to do this with them and explain what all the d- symbols mean and compare a physical map to their phone so they have a sense of how they can navigate. And this skill of navigation helps give confidence so that wherever you are in the world, you know that you could figure it out so that you can get where you are to where you need to go. So it builds confidence, it builds independence, and it also helps you with smart decision making. Because maybe in some cities like uh, San Francisco or Bakersfield, Los Angeles, there may be areas where on a map you can show the teens, hey, these are areas that you may not want to traverse in for various reasons, and then there's other areas that may be safer that you want to travel through. So having those kinds of conversations with your teens is really important. So that's number one, how to read a map and use public transportation. If your teens have never taken the bus here in Santa Barbara, definitely make a family trip of it and go hop on the bus and understand how public transportation works. Because it's kind of scary. The first time you hop on the bus, you're like, oh my gosh, do I need coins? Can I use my ATM? Do I need a special card? So having your teens go through that routine and understand public transportation and even have a light conversation with the bus driver helps empower your teens to have options so that they can use public transportation when they need it. So that's the first hack for today. The second hack is... This is a big one. I know Don and everyone, Christine, everyone can comment on this one. How to cope with failure. So one of the hardest things, teens, you should know, it's really difficult for your parents and the people around you to watch you fail. And frequently, we'll all do everything we can to prevent you from failing. But I have to tell you, it's actually very important to experience failure while you're a teen. Because that sense of, oh, okay, it's it's an awful place to be, feels heavy and, and uncomfortable, but I can work through this. That energy that is derived from experiencing failure and then working to success is fantastic. And the more often that you get to experience failure as a team, the stronger you are in your academics, your sports, everything that you're trying to do. So um, there are some great books out there. There's actually a book called The Gift of Failure, if you want to, if anyone wants to read up on it. But the important thing to hear is kids who have never dealt with failure find themselves unable to cope with it as adults. And so then they have difficulty in relationships. They have difficulty in jobs and work projects. They hit an obstacle and they don't know how to overcome it. So parents, I know it's really uncomfortable to watch our kiddos fail, but we need to 
take a pause, put a break on, on our wanting to fix it for them, let them fail, and then help them walk through that process to success. So that's my next life tip. And then my last tip for the day is <laughs> it's really important for teens to learn to clean house. I know that sounds weird. And we've talked to a lot of teens who have gone off to college and didn't even know how to do their laundry. But I want to pass it on to you as teens, and I want to pass it on to parents, that there are tremendous life skills. It translates to sports. It translates to academics. If kids are given chores and they actually know how to clean house, that supports them in everything that they're doing for their life. So there's the life hackets for today. Learn to read a map and take transportation. Learn how to cope with failure and learn how to clean house. All right, I'm Dominique. O- Woo, go, Christine. I'm go overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. That's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> One, though, um, re- re- remind, um, maps. Like, it made me think I need to put a map in my car. Have kids even seen a map? Have they even opened up a map? That's a huge thing. And if you are stuck on the I-5, if you don't have a map in your car, what's the point of that? Number two, failure. Absolutely. If we're not willing to fail, we can't possibly succeed. Um, there was a, a Dave Asprey, who's the, he created Bulletproof Coffee. I, I remember hearing a podcast that he put out many, many, Many years ago, where he, when he put his kids to bed, he would ask them to tell him one way they failed every day and celebrate every failure with them. Because if you're not reaching past where you can go and failing and pulling yourself back up and moving forward again, then you'll never succeed. Because failure is a major part of of life, and it's it's, it's the way we find the it's, it's how we find our way to success, and it's how we cope with that. Because we are going to fail. Things life's life's going to fail us. Um, you know what can go wrong will go wrong and it's how we cope with that it's how we work with it it's how we pick ourselves back up and find the other ways and in fact there was another podcast i was listening to that spoke about very specifically spoke about um it's when we're in difficult situations that the human being really learns to cope and get better and improve in our lives and so that's that's where failure is a gift oh what was the third one what was the third one the third one was clean house. <laughs> oh, gosh, I've been making my bed every day, and it makes me so happy. I can't believe it. Just one yeah. thing, one tiny little thing, and then I started doing my dishes more. I don't know. I one little thing at a time, and it's I've been very, very helpful. Nice. Don. Yeah. The, uh, the, the Navy SEALs supposedly start their day with making their bed. And they have, they, and, and it becomes a ritual. So where they feel if they can do that right and get started, the rest of the day has a chance to be better. Mm, yes. Nice. I mean, Dominique cleans the bathroom every morning. So does her mom. It must be some genetic thing, but she's always in there. And so is her mom. Like every morning they start their day. The bathroom is just immaculate. It's, it's, uh, you started that like a year ago, huh, Dee? Well, I, it was the Japanese, it, uh, a very famous, a uh, Japanese person was saying that if you clean your throne, <laughs> your toilet's also called your throne. If you clean that every day, number one, it stays really clean, but it also gives you an attitude of cleanliness. Mm. Nice. It's so funny you said number one. I'm going to say and number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about that throne room? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Dr. G, do you make your bed every day? Come on. Add in, baby boy. I have to say that, uh, no, I don't because my wife is usually still sleeping in it when I leave. So no, oh, I don't make the early, bed early bird. Every morning. That's right. I forgot about that. 
But funny, uh, the one thing I the one thing I did do uh, with with uh, Sky and Sonia because it was funny because they do you know as you know as they just uh, was telling us about all the different feng shui things you can do while they were talking I ordered a, a few prisms because our bed as they were saying this is the one thing that stuck with me this whole show I learned something I never knew you never have your feet pointing towards the door mm. okay and then he goes it's like a coffin he says I'm like. Holy cow. So, you know, I, I we're going to cover this door and put a prism over the door because you don't want the energy to flow out. Christine, do you know about that? Um, I thought it was about facing your front door because it's the front door where you would go out, right? You yeah. know, like that like you would go in and out. And so if your feet are facing the front door of your home, um, but I, I, I do, I do, I do sort of an intuitive feng shui where things feel right or they feel wrong. And I can tell, right? And I know the different corners, you get the bagua, there's something, it's B-A-G-U-A. And if you look that up, it will tell you which corners of your house to do certain things with and where, you know, there's, there's a romance corner, there's a finance corner, there's a famous and fortune section, you know, and you can kind of align things with colors and crystals and candles and electronics that can really actually, I think, I think it does make a difference in how we think about these things and how we um, have our environment around us. I think just bringing attention to some of these things is a really good thing. Yeah, it's like Vera, Dominique's mom, you always have to close the lid. Okay. On the toilet. On oh, the yeah. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> That's big. Yeah, it's very big. That's like something you got to do. Don, do you have like little uh, bushy things you do at the house? Yeah, everything that everybody else doesn't want to do. I just accept that nobody else will take out the trash, get water. Certain things, they're just, they've apparently become dad things. And so I I actually, you know, it's part of my, it's part of my routine. It, it, uh, it, does, it does help settle me. And uh Actually, the water machine is down the block about a hundred yards or more. And so I actually walk down there and get five gallons of water and I carry it back in a one arm, uh, suitcase carry and that, uh, tones my oblique. So see, I'm, I'm exercising at the same time I'm doing one of those house chores. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, we're at that break point here on the show. So during the break, I want everybody to stand up and do that. Break stretch. We got some cute little music going on. Then we got a hooga right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much freedom. I'm gonna get to because it's my freedom. When I move my body just like this, I don't know why, but I feel like. Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. For Teen Sports Radio, this is Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com, here to bring you a huga. A huga is a Scandinavian term which refers to a comfy, cozy feeling that may be the result of a physical hug but doesn't require a physical hug. And because our team is has such great synchronicity, uh, what I wanted to bring you today is very similar to what's already been uh, in the air today, which is I'm going to reframe it a different way for the teens and all you young people. NGU, that means never give up. And so 
there will be all kinds of things happen in life when you're you're setting out to do this thing and that thing. And sometimes you'll feel angry and sometimes you'll feel sad. And uh, I'm hoping the team will, will kick in here in a couple of minutes. Something before the show came up today was mentioned. Sometimes when we want to act out or we want, we want to vent nasty feelings or else we just feel fearful about failure, then it's, it, it all goes back to fear. And so what we have to do is establish things in our lives that bring, you know, a good feeling, stability, normality, connection, engagement. And we have to keep, we have to keep tending that path, like a beautiful garden path or a path. You know, if you, if you ever worked on trails in the parks, you know, you, you want to, you want a lovely trail you can keep coming back to again and again and, and keep following down the road that takes you to where you want to go, not to where you don't want to go. Up here where I live in Ohio, we have chaparral. The trails actually have to be cut through that chaparral. They don't, they don't just happen. Sometimes you, you think, Oh, look here to the side. There's a side trail. I have another possibility. And you go down there about 10, 20 yards and you need a machete or you need hedge clippers. It totally runs out and you're getting stabbed and you're getting spiked. So, so teens, what you want is that established trail that you can keep going back again and again. Earlier today, we were talking about free throws. I know I've always been, I've always been tall. It seems like ever since I can remember. So when I got fouled in basketball and had to shoot free throws, it was always a challenge for my body not to get too stiff because it, it, it doesn't really seem like you make them that well. Um, refer to if you ever watch Shaquille O'Neal very much. Um, and, uh, I, I knew I had to keep my knees unlocked and I had to have a kind of a flow and I tried to take a deep breath and I tried to let everything just kind of, go through like a flow to my fingers when I release, then I had a better chance of making that free throw. So whether you're alone or whether you're with people and you feel like you're being, you know, you know, you're not part of things or you're being excluded or whatever. Earlier today, one of the team made a great comment. Um, don't act out. Don't react. Don't, don't take, don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on others in those times when you're feeling those fears. Like, uh, I think the term is, I, I know she'll kick back in with this, is uh, is love bomb them, you know, like just uh, be positive, even though you didn't like the way it felt, you didn't like what was done. I got a rescue dog right now. And uh, every time we're gone, the thing can't wait to tear something up, the mail, the 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 remotes. And, and you and I, I'm really going to have to apply what uh, it was Erica brought this up. You know, you're going to have to apply that love bomb. Um, so, so it's like, it's a never ending thing. And, and you're learning at teens when you're still, you know, you're still starting out so that you have a groove or a path that you can stay on, hopefully for your life and you won't get knocked off. So I, team. <laughs> I, I love that, Don. I think it's really fantastic when you're talking about getting comfortable with failure and allowing yourself to, you know, I mean, cause it's if, if we don't, if we don't actually fail and have the experience of it and then it, we can't, we can't laugh our way through it or move our way through it and, and find the humor in it and find the love in it. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, but we also have to acknowledge the difficult feelings too, right? I, we don't want all that toxic positivity. We want to do both, right? We want to be where we are and bring it up, right? Yeah. And uh, I'll even suggest that the, the South Africans have a little song. And uh, you could employ this, teens, if you if you want to try something real simple. They have a song that goes, Bumble la, bumble la, bumble la, bumble la, bumba, 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 bumble la. And that means never give up, 
never give up, never give up, never give up, never, 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 whoa, never, never give up. Whoa! Well, you know what? When you were doing that boombala bambala, I thought you was introducing Heather Bond right after these messages. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. This is my fight song. Take back my life. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, Teen Sports listeners, this is Heather Bond, founder of Trekking Ambassadors, and I am going to be doing a nice, quick little sports recap today. So we're going to close out this fall season sports by saying the Santa Barbara Dons uh, cross-country team has put a very well-deserved exclamation point on the end of their season by capturing the CIF Division II state title. Now, this is the first state championship win in the school's history. What an awesome and well-deserved deserved um, title right there. Great job. Um, Andreas Dobal was in 12th place after the first mile and he finished in second. He was the CIF Southern Section individual champ as well. Um, of the 200 racers, all seven of the Dawn's racers finished in the top 120. We have uh, Kanan Burcham came in 12th place. Blaze Snow came in 22nd. Nicholas Tassos came in 50th. Uh, Bode, uh, Bode Arduletis came in 53rd. Benjamin Diaz in 93rd. And Olskadar, Olskardar. Sorry about the names. That's a tough one. Came in 117th. So great job on that, Dons. So we are now really officially kicking off the winter season. And uh, it's hard to believe that it is December already, but we are kicking off the winter season and we are going to go into a little recap. We've got the uh, San Inez boys basketball who pulled out a 55 to 46 victory over Carpinteria. That's the San Inez boys basketball. We also have... um, the girls' uh, varsity basketball, the Chargers, had a nice little closeout over Orchid, uh, 89-60, to 60, so that was a great job on that. Uh, we've got some Bishop, Bishop girls' basketball puts out a win over Carp, 51-46. to 46. Uh, We've got a Galea de la Cruz, she came out of the first half and uh, in the first 16 minutes, uh, she had already collected 8 points and 5 rebounds and 2 assists. So great job on that. We've got uh, Carps Amaris Camargo had a great game with a 13 points and 15 rebounds. So great job on that. Um, we've got the uh, Dos Pueblos basketball, the varsity. They've got a the strong defense uh, propelled them to a 76-28 home win 
a victory over Napomo. We had uh, senior Christian Perez, who missed all last season due to a torn ACL, uh, but he finished this game with uh, 14 points and 8 assists. We got Matthew Zamora and Alistair Linden, both who turned out 13 points apiece. So great job on that. Uh, Santa Barbara's boys basketball takes the win over over Moore Park, 55 to 49. Great job, Dons. Finn Whips was very aggressive with his rebounding that helped in the first half. He finished the game with 10 points. Um, going into um, girls water polo. We've got the uh, San Marcos girls water polo. They struggled in the second half and fell short to Orange Lutheran, 15 to 8. Eight. Now, Orange Lutheran is the defending CIF Southern Section Open Division champions. However, the Royals, Charlotte Raisin, led them uh, with uh, four goals, while Lucy Halen Ford scored three points and McKenna Strouts scored a one point for the Royals. So good job on that, uh, girls' water polo. Uh, we are going into wrestling season. It is on. And, um, well, let's start with the, um, let's start with the Sam Marcus. Sam Marcus, um, they, they opened the season with a big a win over Oxnard. And uh, they won 44 to 33. Great way to start the season off for those Royals. Um, a trio of first time wrestlers won their matchups. Uh, Cole Dominguez, a 144-pounder, Jacob Brown, 132, and Lucas Sanchez, 157. They all walked away with a win from a pin. And uh, also, we have uh, Charles Chuck Wicklin. He got a pin. And um, with 17 seconds left, might I add, in his match. So great job on that. Uh, Royals, great job. Uh, the DP wrestlers got a little slow start to their season. Um, uh, they didn't pull off a win against Ventura, but DP had some great matches. We've got the lone JV winner, Diego Chamu. He did a great job out there while Varsity, Sean Vague, Brandon Velasquez, Silas Penham, Grant Ellis, and Alex Raymond also brought wins home for the Chargers. So great job on that. Also, just to kind of go back... Um, uh, to go back over uh, the Santa Barbara um, cross-country team was also honored um, as the Division II champs, state title champs, uh, and they were honored at the Santa Barbara Athletic Roundtable. So there is a lot of exciting stuff happening right now. That is just a Short little recap of what I got for this past week and a half-ish. And uh, things are definitely underway right now. I am uh, wishing everyone right now a very wonderful 
um, holiday time. Lots of stuff happening out in the schools right now. It is um, it's that time of the year where you know uh, tournaments and uh, um, events are just happening left and right, and it seems this time of the year goes so fast, so quick. So enjoy every moment, and um, I look forward to bringing you more updates coming up soon. But for right now, Erica, I am going to turn it right back to you. Take care, everyone. Wow, Heather, thank you so much. That was that was that was full of pow. We missed you the last couple of weeks, and thanks for doing the county checkup, Santa Barbara. We love you. Also, want to thank the world, Dominique, Dominique, and and I, and Christine, and Don, and all the rest. Um, are just feel feel the love and feel the support. I'm, and honestly, it's globally. Um, we we I the numbers are exploding. I'm really really exciting, and I'm looking forward to sharing some more good news. Until then, remember eleven eleven. Peace out. Set your alarm. Take that moment and pray for peace. God bless Santa Barbara. See you next week. I'm unstoppable, I'm a pusher with no brakes, I'm invincible, yeah I win every single